You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. This is Kimberly Sanchez, and I'm the host for today's show, which is being recorded at the 2016 Annual Florida Bar Convention. We are on location in Orlando, Florida, and here to cover this event and its highlights for you and our listeners. Joining me, I have Bruce Blackwell, CEO of the Florida Bar Foundation, as well as Erica Garcia, Director of Pro Bono for the Florida Bar Foundation. And I'm going to speak myself a little bit, and I am the Executive Director of the Legal Aid in Central Florida. So just a quick couple of minutes for the two of you so our listeners can get to know you. Bruce, you're first. Go ahead and tell us where you came from and what it is that you do. Well, I'm a fifth-generation Floridian from north-central Florida, grew up very poor, understand the importance of legal aid, was a trial lawyer for 40 years before I took this job. And I've been here about two years as the CEO of the Florida Bar Foundation, and our role principally is to uh, serve as a leader and funder for legal aid services all over the state of Florida. Why did you switch, Bruce, from being a (laughs) high-powered litigator to... Writing the checks, I guess, is what we say. (laughs) Well, the only person who'd ever been an executive director of the Florida Bar Foundation retired after 32 years. I had been the president of this organization during a period of time when the interest on lawyer trust accounts, which primarily funds legal aid in Florida, was in excess of $40 million. And uh, at the time of her retirement, we were down to about $6 million a year, and it exhausted most of our reserves. $40 $40 million a year to $6 million a year, yes. right? Yes, substantial okay. reduction because of the interest rates on bank trust accounts. Okay, wow. Thank you. Let's just ask Erica real quickly who she is, where she came from, and what she does. I'm Erica Garcia, the Director of Pro Bono Partnerships, a brand new position through the foundation. I've only been there since September of 2015. I first had my, I guess you could say the first dip into the pro bono pool was when I was 15, I was a volunteer day legal aid in Miami. Uh, My uncle was a staff attorney. And uh, previously, I was the developmental disabilities attorney for the Legal Aid Society in Orlando, Florida, representing foster kids with disabilities. And what do you do at the foundation? They call me at the foundation the hub and connector for pro bono. So one of, oh, that's one of so the cute. yeah one of the many things I do is bring groups together and create partnerships and collaborations so we can better serve clients. You know, let's have our law schools involved, our law firms, our pro bono circuit committees, our Florida bar sections. You know, the more people we have to work together, the more clients we're going to serve, and that's ultimately our goal. I know that's all of our goals. And pro bono and its importance. The first thing I want to just give the listeners an understanding of is that you two work for the major funder in the state of Florida that funds civil legal aid. And my program is a recipient of some of those funds. And uh, my program is a legal aid in central Florida. We cover 12 counties. It's an incredibly large organization. We have 100 wonderful, wonderful staff persons and nine offices that cover that large space. And what we do is we help people who are poor or elderly, disabled, children, all of the vulnerable populations, including veterans, uh, all of the very vulnerable populations in our community who need help with civil legal matters, like housing, evictions, foreclosures, bankruptcies, injunctions for domestic violence, those kinds of things. So that's just to give the listeners some context as to 
who we are and what it is that we're talking about. And what I want to focus on today is the importance of pro bono and the importance of legal aid in our community. And there are a million people in my service area that qualify for my services. Wow. A million. Do you know how many lawyers it would take to help all of those people? Probably most of the lawyers in the state of Florida. Right. I, and I have on staff like 45. Right. So, I mean, there is no way I am ever going to handle that capacity. So I rely on pro bono lawyers to do pro bono work because they fill the gap. So tell us a little bit, Erica, about some of the projects that you think are up and coming, important, that lawyers are interested in. What is the feel out there about pro bono with our 100,000 lawyers? How many lawyers do we have? I think we're at 103,000. There are a couple of projects, really great projects that I'm working on. Some are regional and some are statewide. I'll give you a really good regional one that's sort of um, starting but um, concerned about pro bono programs in, or pro bono support in the Florida Keys. We only have about 375 attorneys in Monroe County, but we have 77,000 residents and approximately 12% qualify for legal aid. It's a lot of residents that need help. So I've been working with all of the partners in that area to create more programs, and I'm hoping to utilize some of the resources in Miami-Dade County to assist, because with the use of technology, I'm positive we can have attorneys in Miami-Dade assist clients in the Keys. So that's something sort of up and coming I've been working on. Mm -hmm. I'll give you another really good statewide initiative for Pro Bono Week. Uh, The Young Lawyers Division, the Pro Bono Coordinators Association, and the Foundation are going to have another Pro Bono Week project. Last year's project was on guardian advocacy, so uh, assisting young adults with developmental disabilities, assisting their families to become their guardians. This year we're going to expand it, hopefully, and it's going to include assisting families become custodians officially through the court system for minors. Sort of almost the same process as the guardian advocate, and it's very step-by-step for our young lawyers so they don't have to be afraid to take the case. Ah, so there are some really phenomenal reasons that lawyers should invest in pro bono. And I think I'd like to hear from Bruce, just given that you have worked as a litigator for a very long time and now in this space, what do you say to those lawyers out there that either want to start, try a pro bono case, or what they should do, or Well, the easiest easiest thing for a lawyer to, to get involved in a pro bono case is more than likely go to his local or her local bar association and get in contact with the service providers in that area. You know, this week has been a very hard week Mm -hmm. in Orlando Orlando. on a number of levels. And there have been lawyers from as far away as Washington, Atlanta, Miami, major law firms and small law firms that have now gotten together to provide aid and assistance in a wide variety of matters from probate to business insurance questions for the victims of our horrific attack on Sunday. Those are people who may have never done a pro bono case in their lives, but they see the need. And my view is, from having been a pro bono lawyer for all of my career, the greatest service you will ever provide in your profession and that which will give you the greatest amount of pride of being a lawyer is the ability to help someone in substantial need. And so we've got people right now in Orlando, all over Orlando, coming in from all over the country to do that. Uh, but we have lawyers all over Florida. You know, if you looked at the, what the benefit of pro bono was in the state of Florida last year on just private lawyers, it was a half a billion dollars. 
of free legal services given by the lawyers of Florida. But only 47% of the lawyers in Florida provide pro bono service. So we'd like to give people the opportunity to realize that they too can make a difference. Because quite frankly, at the end of your life, that's what makes your life important, is having done something that makes a difference. Hmm. So for me, pro bono is just a part of something I've done every day of my life. You know, you do it as a, as a vocation. I do it more as, have done it in my life as an avocation. Mm-hmm. But we need all people, and we need volunteers, some people that are not lawyers, that can also come in and assist in all of the ways uh, that help people. And specifically with regards to, like, the legal aid and how, you know, the legal aid organizations, we really, really rely on the help of the lawyers in our community because we have to all work together in order to keep our communities strong. And I think that that has been very clear this past week here in Orlando, where we're broadcasting, seeing the legal aides and the private bar come together. Totally collaborate. Yeah. Total collaboration. It has been incredible, wouldn't you say, Erica? Absolutely. It's been it's been a nice, humbling experience, and it's been just a nice reminder that we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. And the more we work together, the more folks we can serve. It's been, it's just been really nice. And and how good does it feel, right? And you, I'm sure you've heard the stories. We all know it because we've done it, but I'm sure you've heard the stories. How good people feel when they help somebody in need with their, you know, their experience, their training, and then they actually help somebody who comes into their office or sends them a card or gives them the last $5 in their pocket because they are so grateful. You've heard those stories. Absolutely. And not only are the clients so grateful and thankful, but I have to tell you from my own pro bono cases, I learned so much more from my clients. I've, it's just, I learned so much more from my foster kids than, you know, than I could I could ever teach them. Mm -hmm. They remind me to be humble. They remind me to have gratitude. They remind me that family is important. And these are things that I wouldn't get anywhere else. Right. Most lawyers grew up in two-parent families. They've gotten through law school. They have skill sets. But in a lot of firms, it's awfully hard to be able to think that you're a part of something really important. And pro bono work gives you the opportunity to know that what you went to three years for law school for has made a difference in somebody's life. And uh, I don't think you could ever put a price tag on that. But I can tell you, because I've talked to lots of lawyers late in life, that when they think back over their entire careers, they don't remember the huge courtroom wins for major corporate clients. What they remember was keeping a family together, keeping a family in a house, stopping someone from having domestic violence put upon them again and again, teaching them financial responsibility, teaching them how to parent. I mean, lawyers get the chance to do this. How many people get a chance to do this in their lives? Mm -hmm. We do. Mm -hmm. We need to take advantage of it. And, And your office and the Office of Legal Aid Providers all over Florida, there's the place where you can get the opportunity. That's where you can make a real difference. We accept all kinds of help. So I think that's my next question. And and Bruce, you're just such a natural, uh, right into the next thing, which was if people are listening and they are oh so inspired, and we hope that they are, what can they do to help? 
How do they help? What what do they do? Well, I'd hate for my phone to ring off the hook, but if they want to call the Florida Bar <laughs> Foundation, they can at call 407 9607000 We'll put them in touch with a legal aid lawyer. We can do that. Did you do like product placement at one point in your uh, you life? Know, I didn't, but you know, some people say I, I miss my calling. And if someone uh, um, wants to go on the internet, if you go to www.floridabarfoundation.org, you can, you know, click on who we are, and there's the pro bono department, and I'm the Department of One, and, and I'm happy to talk to, you know, anybody that wants to call and chat. And you'll connect them to their local legal aid office. Absolutely, and we also have www.floridaprobono.org. If you click on that, you should also have a list of all the legal aid programs, mm-hmm. but I'm happy to chat with anybody about pro bono. Bruce, why do you fund legal aid? Why is legal aid important? Well, our country is a democracy because of the rule of law. When we don't have justice for everyone, we don't have justice for anyone. And we really stretch the truth today when we say we have justice for everyone. Because it's not real for 80% of the population. But the first tenet of the United States Constitution in its preamble is that we're to establish justice. It's what we say in the Pledge of Allegiance. At the very end of the Pledge of Allegiance, we expect justice for all. That's why we fund legal aid. Because legal aid provides access it to provides that It provides access to justice. It just provides... You know, lawyers as a profession are helpers. We're helpers. We are problem yes. resolvers. Yes. And that's why we fund legal aid. What can people do if they want to? Because clearly, I mean, I, I don't have enough capacity to handle all of the people, all of the vulnerable people that need help. But, you know, money talks, right? You're the funder. What What do people do if they want to help? Well, if you're a member of the Florida Bar and your fee statement has just come out, you can fund children's legal assistance. Those monies come to the foundation. We do not take even $1 out for administrative cost. You can contribute to your local legal aid program directly. Uh, you can... Oh, I'll take that mail. And I give out chocolate bars to big donors. Listeners, chocolate bars, big donors. <laughs> um, no, but in all seriousness, I, I really appreciate the both of you sitting here and talking with me. I know we have such a phenomenal relationship because we are just trying to provide access to justice and just do really, really good things. And, you know, our community of lawyers, you're right, they're helpers. We're, they're the, last, we're the last hope for the people in this country, and we are truly the guardians of democracy. Mm. We are the guardians of democracy. Without the rule of law, we are like most of the rest of the world, and we don't wish to be like the most of the rest of the world. And, and when you do pro bono work, you prove up that the rule of law works mm. in this country and is a model for the rest of the world. Stand up. Make it count, right? Absolutely. So I think that's probably enough. I think we call it do-gooder talk today. <laughs> But we are so thankful to Legal Talk Network for giving us the space and the opportunity to talk through the amazing things that Legal Aid and uh, our funders and pro bono work from lawyers does for our communities. So thank you both for being on the show. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you very much. Pro bono works. (laughs) 
The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank you.